This podcast is produced on the land of the Wujak Noongar people, and we want to pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Uh, but without further ado... Uh, welcome to Christmas 2023. Oh, hey, we made it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> it's December. Yeah. So in, in the uh, tradition of this podcast, we change up our Christmas episode each year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year we've invited Doug McLaurin. Or McLaren. Or McLaren. McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, from the university's comms team. That's it. Yeah. Over on Central Campus. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so why don't you tell our um, tens of listeners... Uh, what, a bit about yourself, Doug. You, you were mentioning off-air before that you uh, have a background in news. I do, uh, I do. I feel like the least qualified person here, um, <laughs> certainly in higher degree research. I'm, I'm not sure if this is one of those dinner for idiot situations where you invite <laughs> someone just to make fun of. <laughs> in which case you score. Perfect for that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I've been with the comms team um, just on a year now, or not not even quite. I joined in late February, and there's a total career change for me. Like I said, it's my first time outside of a newsroom in almost 25 years. So, yeah, yeah a bit of a change of pace. I was with Channel 9 before that. Okay. Um, and then Reuters, Reuters London before that, where I was mostly doing showbiz news, so it's a total total change. And yeah. now, uh, now mostly for the comms team, I'm running their um, research on the record podcast. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, tell it us is, a bit about that. It's um, it's great actually. You know, it, so it sort of has a uh, gender equity theme to it. Um, so who better than a middle-aged white guy? To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It makes it makes for great listening. Yeah. With me going really, I've never encountered that. Um, <laughs> seems fine. Um, but also as part of that, it's it's all about sort of um, I guess in particular showcasing the the research of the university's women um, researchers at the moment. It's just fo- focusing on um, women from ra- everything from PhD candidates right up to sort of veteran researchers. In fact, we're about to um, interview Carolyn Oldham, who's just she's about uh, just become emeritus. So wow. that'll be an interesting one. So yeah, as I said, if you've got any interesting research, shoot us an email <laughs> because yeah, yeah, it has. We've had quite a diverse range of studies we've been looking at it's yeah, yeah, been interesting how many episodes have you done uh i think we're about to record our 15th and i think oh, nice. there's about 10 up on mine at the moment yep. so yep go to podbean spotify you can find it there <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Awesome. Very good. Oh, fantastic yeah we'll get we'll maybe get you to reflect on some of your experiences there in that mm. yeah, we've had a couple of interesting ones over the years yeah. over the year i should say that will probably yeah. feed into some of what you're talking about hopefully yeah. awesome. no, that yeah. sounds good Sounds yeah, really so I think the theme for today is just um, to kind of have a bit of a chat about the year that was, uh, you know, looking f- looking back and then hopefully at the end we'll look forward a little bit mm. <laughs> to what next year might hold. Um, and I think Courtney's actually uh, had a look at a Christmas edition. Yeah, should we gen- start with that first? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think Liam may have had a Maybe. quick look at one as well. Anyway. Yes, yes. yes. But yeah, so yeah, Courtney, why don't we start with yours? Yeah, so I think yeah. this is something we've done over a couple of uh, Christmas episodes now, and um, I find it really interesting and uh, weird kind of information comes out of this. So the BMJ releases a Christmas 
no episode. What's it called? Edition. Edition, that's the word. Issue, Christmas issue, edition, book um, uh, of research that's either interesting, weird, or Christmas related. Um, Just to interrupt, the MJA has for a long time, the Medical Journal of Australia, Mm -hmm. and this year they put a thing up online saying that they're not doing it because their page space is too um, important and they need to actually... Leave it for serious health. Which is kind of funny because it's the only edition of the MGA that I actually read. Um, yeah. so. Could they not just add an extra page? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an only. academic. I don't yeah. want to come up with a for this very much online only. Yeah, online yeah. well. only. So, well. so. Well, the digital space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've run out of so. pages on the digital space. Right. Yeah. And I made the font smaller. I'm yeah. just trying to. Someone just missed their deadline ideas. and had to put something up. Like, oh, yes. Anyway, so anyway, BMJ, here we come. BMJ, yeah. um, BMJ for 2023 hasn't actually been released yet. So I've mm-hmm. got a 2022 mm-hmm. one because last year when we did it, the 2022 one hadn't been released <laughs> to put up to the 2021 one. Yeah. So um, this particular study is uh, called the Dunks study, which is the direct uptake of nutrition and caffeine study. Um, and it is a biscuit-based comparative study in healthcare workers. So... Uh, the authors, uh, Seri, C-E-R-I, is that Sounds right? good. Seri, yeah. Seri Jones. Yeah, Cherry, yeah. Seri, sorry, yeah. um, in advance. And John Francis uh, wrote this study and they aimed to identify the time required to achieve optimal palatability of a cup of tea without risk of harm. So oh. essentially <laughs> what they did was uh, they got their hospital staff room um, and they tried to figure out how much time you need to wait for a cup of tea to be uh, acceptable to drink without uh, scolding yourself. Mm. Uh, and the reason why this is important is because uh, healthcare workers are very, very busy. Um, so getting a good cup of tea, which gives them some nutrition, particularly with a biscuit, um, gives them some energy to continue their day, but they don't want to spend too long waiting on their cup of tea in order to drink it because, you know, they have patients to see. Mm. Um, so that was their rationale behind this study. Um, now, this is a UK-based study, and they looked at four different types of biscuits as well. So these biscuits might not be uh, completely relevant to Australia, but they mm-hmm. had uh, they kind of raided their staff rooms mm-hmm. and found the biscuits that were most common there that were uh, kind of like a single layer, not covered in chocolate, th- those kind of oh. things. Yeah. So they're your, your basic biscuits like, that you, you would have. Do they name them? Because I'm a bit of an expert on UK biscuits. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm no stranger to them myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Well, yeah. good to know. Um, so they've uh, labelled them as oat, digestive, rich tea and shorty. Those are the yeah. four biscuits oh, okay. that they looked at. Right. So that's translating shortbread was the last one, yeah. basically. Rich, Oat, oh, so rich, rich, rich tea. tea is a bit like a coffee um, that you get in the Nanets. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One with like little holes in it. And yeah. it's got a little, yeah. little uh, ridge oh, around the yeah, edge. The yeah. It's just kind of a rectangle. Good to know. Um, okay. The oat would be a hobnob. Yes. My guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I read online was like kind of like an Anzac biscuit, but also yeah. kind of not. Almost. Yeah. It's almost like an Anzac. A little bit more boring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little bit less tasty, probably. Yeah. Bland, yeah. bland yeah. Anzac biscuit. It's quite good oh. if you put chocolate on the back of it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Same as digestive. Yes. And the same with the digestive. Yeah. Well, it's a digestive. No, it's a digestive plain. plain, plain digestive. Oh, not the chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. That's, worth it. that's like an old granny biscuit. Yeah, granita. Granita. Think granita. Yeah. Well, they did say like, 
limitation of the study is they didn't look at your chocolate covered biscuits and things like that. But yeah. they didn't want the stickiness to kind of influence yep. dunking times oh, in the course. tea and all sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they weren't uh, bland for a reason. Yep. Um, and that's really just to determine those that single layer biscuit um, okay. compatibility with a cup of tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they uh, the first aim of their study was to figure out how long they needed to wait for their cup of tea in order to uh, prevent the acute harms of uh, hot water. And then the second aim was to identify uh, which biscuit is the best to have with your cup of tea. And the best is kind of subjective, but they looked course, at... Yeah, yeah mm. it has to be subjective. But yeah. um, they, they looked at uh, the cooling effect of the biscuit, whether it reduced oh, the amount okay. of time Ooh. that it took for the tea to be okay to drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also looked at uh, nutritional content how much tea that the biscuit can take um, and whether it falls apart in your cup of tea and things like that. Okay. And then they rated it on a scale. Um, and so overall, the lowest score was the best biscuit. So they, they were really quite comprehensive. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup of teas. Um, and someone was flatlining in the next room. Yeah, yes, so any questions about methods or anything or no. i think we're no, good no, all right i mean what, what are our predictions what do we yes. think for those who haven't read it predictions yeah i think first of all how long do we wait for a cup of tea and which biscuit would be the best one shortbreads are pretty dense i don't mm-hmm. know i might go yeah oh, but... i think the risk with shortbread that is that it might crumble and yes i was thinking the coffee yeah. together by butter it's oh, a lot it's, of butter have pretty it. good consistency uh, i'm yes. gonna go a rich tea help oh, okay. together the yes. best okay okay is, is that like the the coffee biscuit the coffee equivalent biscuit. yeah that, that was my that was my guess as well yeah. okay so there are six tests yeah. Um, I didn't mention that uh, nutritional content is also looked at. So yeah. um, that was uh, based on how many calories the biscuit had. Okay. So the higher the calories, the better the nutritional score, which we, I'm sure we can argue about um, yeah. to no end, but that's what they did. Um, there was the time to drinkable tea, whether it reduced the amount of time, mm-hmm. um, saturation volume, which was they had a biscuit on like a, a paper doily mm-hmm. and then they put one mil of tea on it per drip okay. and oh, then figured out really? how long it took for the tea to get to the doily. This, funnily enough, is exactly how I drink my tea, yeah. so it's quite a good <laughs> yeah. test. Um, I, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I get yeah. the syringes <laughs> out, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was a crunch reduction uh, a score. Oh, yep. So they actually got a um, decibel meter app on their phone okay. and they uh, figured out the decibels of the original crunch by like cracking it in half yeah. and then um, added two mils of tea and then did it again, looked at the difference in sound. Um, two, two mils. <laughs> two mils. That's it. It's not okay. a lot. No, yeah. It's not like a soggy biscuit trying to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, no. It's two mils, not okay. a lot. So they yeah. just wanted to measure some okay. crunch right. sound, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then there was two based on actually dunking it in the tea. Okay. So one of them was uh, dunking it uh, back and forth to see how long it took for the biscuit to get in the tea. Um, the biscuit that lasted the longest was the winner of that one. And okay. then there was also one where it was dunked in two seconds and then held to see how long it would take to fall apart. Oh, okay. okay. Right, so there are all the right. tests that wow, they did. There's a, there's a lot of tests. There's a huge yeah. amount of tests. Does that change any of your predictions? I actually don't think so. I'm, I'm no? pretty, I'm pretty confident in that. But I mm. think time tank to drink the tea, I, I want to say between like five to eight minutes. Like 
then that becomes like the optimal drink because yes, yeah. you still want it to be warm yeah. yes be don't forget yeah. though this test is done in the uk as well that's they drink true they like everything yeah. tepid yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's true. Actually, very no, that, big that, into tepid. Oh, yes. Oh. They do actually leave the tea bags in a in a mm. kettle, mm. Or a, like usually for sorry, not a kettle, a teapot. Yeah. For mm. a, a good like 20, 30 minutes sometimes. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. oh no! Wait. Yeah. Apparently, there's also a thing where you're meant to put the milk in first. <gasps> there's a whole debate on that. No. There's a raging debate on that. Well, it was listed as a limitation that everyone has their own preference. Almost as fierce as the pineapple on pizza debate. It's pretty. Yeah. 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 Reason yeah. in that you put the milk in to like stop the fine china cup from breaking with the hot water. So that was the reason that, that was this paper. Okay, so the main problem with putting the milk in first is that you reduce the the um, temperature of the water that's going in, yeah, and which then doesn't brew the tea very well. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you don't extract right. as much good stuff from the tea. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's always been my issue with that approach. But yeah. Fair enough. Personal preference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So in terms of what they found, so essentially what they did was they uh, brewed a cup of tea. It was 240 mils of water and then about 30 mils of milk. Um, and then they stirred it for 60 seconds with the tea bag. Sorry, they added the water and the tea bag and they added the milk later. So 240 mils of water, add the tea bag for 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're talking about healthcare workers, so they don't have much time. No, 60 um, seconds is a long time to stir. I was going, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they were aiming mm. for three minutes and then realised that would just take way wow. too long. Yeah. So 60 yeah. seconds. Um, and then they added the, the milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they recorded the temperature change every 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they f- and then they also taste tested it to make sure that it was uh, okay in terms of hotness, temperature. That's <laughs> okay. the word. Um, yes. <laughs> and what they found that uh, the agreed universal drinking temperature was 61 degrees Celsius, which was achieved in six to seven minutes. Um, oh, okay. So close, was, very close. Was, was you very close. Spot on. Yes. Oh, yes. Very, very yeah. close. There was overlap. That's mm. right. Um, in terms of the biscuits, so for each of the methods that we looked at, or well, I didn't look at, but they looked at, um, the time to drinkable tea did actually change with each biscuit. So it did oh, reduce okay. the amount of time that you had to wait for then it to be an acceptable drinking time. Okay. Um, and the best one at reducing the temperature was the digestive. Okay. Okay, so the digestive yeah. wins that one. Mm-hmm. Um, for nutritional content, the oat biscuit had the most calories, so yeah. that one was considered mm. the best. Um, mm-hmm. Again, healthcare workers needed a big hit of energy. That's mm-hmm. my my reason for eating yeah. um, hobnobs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Energy, yeah. energy high, yeah, high yeah. calorie. <laughs> 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 have another one. Um, the saturation volume test, which was the doily with the biscuit and the syringes of two mils, um, was uh, the one that won was the rich tea biscuit. So that one could absorb the most mm-hmm. uh, without having all the tea leak out underneath it. Uh, the crunch test where you broke it with the decibel, uh, the digestive was ranked first for crunch reduction. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they noted a 15% reduction in crunch volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the dunking, both of the dunk tests, the oat biscuit won that one. Oh. So um, it survived the longest in the tea and it when it was held sense. and yeah. it just didn't fall apart. Didn't fall apart. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Interesting. Yeah. So 
the conclusion was was that the oat biscuit was the best biscuit to have with a cup mm. of tea, which Good. I feel is very yeah. debatable. But Called it. science is the same. I don't have to go yeah. back on the record. Yeah. But no, it's, it's all been reported. So. <laughs> yes. So as I think, as we can all see, they've really put a lot of effort into this. Yeah. yeah. It has in fact subsequently be used as an argument for dismantling the NHS now. That's so right. Just, yes. Yes. Yeah. Not um, enough biscuit availability. Yeah. Um, um, for their staff, uh, and I think hobnob sales are going to go through the roof with yeah, this information. <laughs> yeah, a bit disappointed to find that there were no actual ducks in the study, though. I get, oh, I know, even though it's called ducks, yeah, that's very true. Because they do also like biscuits, just to point it out. <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what biscuit they would like. Yeah. They would yeah. be happy with any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, very They'll true. aggressively go after any of the above, in my, in, in my experience. See, I wonder what the Australian biscuit equivalents, because you've got things like the Monte Carlos. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like that changes the game. They yeah. did say that their their next study or future directions were the like cream filled biscuits. Yeah, quite yeah, popular. See, that's a whole so other dimension. Yeah. It is. It really is. Mm. My, um, my um, concern is that the biscuit companies are going to pollute. The evidence by funding ah, this research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, I didn't know about funding for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and possibly the tea companies as well. Very so true. Big, exactly. Big biscuits yeah. ruin everything again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention your names, Alex. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, so, but this is why we like the Christmas edition because they've, yeah. they've got some fabulous articles <laughs> yeah. in there. So yeah, that's not a massive waste of time at all. No, 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 no not at all. I knew, no. I knew I was going to walk out of this podcast smarter than I came in. Now you know what the best biscuit yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> next pop quiz, and you're like, exactly. yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. You've got the answer. There was actually a surprisingly large amount of like uh, media around this. Like I, when I found this article, I was just, I did a quick Google, and mm. there was like like 15 to 20 different news articles all about how hobnobs are the yeah. best biscuit and all that kind of stuff based on this yeah. article. Yeah. I, yeah. I worked in news. I would have run a Facebook say. poll on yeah. this man if yeah. I'd given the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I don't think it was me, but someone else when I worked in journalism, we did something... Was it best biscuits or best ice cream? We had something oh, like that. Oh, plenty. And Take your pick. Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> and honestly, it gets... It, it was always one of the things of working in journalism that you work so hard on this big political piece and you're like, you pour no it on. Yeah, yeah. No one cares. No one cares. And you want something about best biscuits and yeah. it just goes. It goes. <laughs> like, I understand, but also, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> combining, combining those two things, um, just totally going a, a bit off piste. Um, I had a giant ice cream sandwich, which wasn't that giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, had one, uh, I used to have them as a kid, and yeah. I hadn't had one since I was probably a young teenager. Mm. And I thought I saw it, and I thought, yeah, that's what I'll go for this that's time. The nostalgia here. Totally underwhelming. Yeah, yes. yeah totally yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seemed like it was so much better back in the day. No, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. And the consistency of the actual. That's mm. weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, not great. Yeah, yeah. They've changed the recipe or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Anyway. It must have, yeah. It's definitely not the fact that you had it as a child child and yeah, remembering yeah. And it overly positively was, nothing is as good as in childhood as, yeah. <laughs> so we sort of uh, choose your own adventure here so yeah. Leah did you want to talk about a, an um another journal article or do you want to just jump into the next phase of the podcast what's your preference oh gosh up to you up to me oh no (laughs) well production on the run this is production on the run yeah well see we were talking about this off air about 
I was looking and I found one from MJA obviously this year they haven't done it but it was about Harry Potter and anyone who knows me knows I uh Harry Potter is one of my greatest loves of my life. Is <laughs> Wait, what house are you? Well. Which is the official. I official. I was a Gryffindor. Yeah, okay. But I know that can be quite controversial if, yeah. if you are a Gryffindor. But I would like to mention that my brother is a Hufflepuff and he was um, very ashamed of that but now no. he's really he's really now taken that he's yeah. embraced it Puff's good, good. good. Yeah. he now has an oven um, on his fridge yeah. about it yeah good okay. Okay. what's your house um, on the official website I was a Slytherin um, uh, but I identify mm. most with Ravenclaw <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see, I don't know. I think I, oh, I probably am still a bit of a Gryffindor. I always yeah. wanted to be Ravenclaw. I always felt that was my my old brother. Yeah, okay. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys, Do you guys know? It's I've got no idea what you're talking about. Oh, So anyone who wants to read that article, I think Courtney covered it last year's Christmas yeah. episode. Yes, that's so, right. Yes. So yeah. uh, not that I remember much about what it was about. But no, no. I just, no. I just I got distracted. And stuff. Yes, yeah. it wasn't, yes, exactly that, which I yes. found very interesting. Because those questions that they posed in that article about, you know, how wizards and which is most likely to die in the Harry Potter world mm. is something I did. I have thought about when I've read the series uh, many, many, many times. In fact, my brother and I, my middle brother and I, read it so often that my mum would ban the books during school terms and she would put it away. Fair and enough. And we could only read yeah. it on the school holidays because we didn't read any other books. Yeah. So yeah. in our family, it was... Um, it, it was it was a very important series. <laughs> That's, it, yeah. it is interesting though, because that kind of brings up um, the fact that like Harry Potter's banned in a bunch of like US. Oh yeah, well very early on like it was yeah, yeah. Cause witchcraft because of all the yeah yeah yeah. Yes. Well, the, 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 the first book it's the Philosopher's Stone in Australia and it's the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, yeah. America, which is different. No, no, the, the Christian fundamentalists didn't have too much of a sense yeah. of humor about it, which is <laughs> weird because they're renowned for their sense of humor. So, yeah, <laughs> but on that, they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so interesting. So, but so, yes, if yeah. you want to hear more about that article, it's in one of our other yeah. Um, yeah. episodes. Go back to 2022 for yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> mm. nostalgia. So it sounds like we might skip to the next phase of the I podcast so. yeah. choose that yes. adventure go through that sliding door <laughs> um, so we were talking about reflecting a little bit on 2023 and things that had happened and any observations or mm-hmm. exciting things or funny things or you know hopefully not too sad <laughs> yeah i was going on a global scale not too much of the funny stuff yeah <laughs> sort of a, yeah it's yeah true. it's been a fairly unhealthy year for yeah. a, a lot of people around the world I it has so. a conflict and which sort of seems yes. like we've been on trajectory for for the past few years yeah so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um yeah i don't know where yeah what's your take on it though well, I, I just put a massive downer on the podcast. That's my take on it. <laughs> no, that's Real bummer. Okay. I was trying to find a silver lining to, yeah. to, to pull up out of that one. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's a tough one. Oh, it's you tough can't one. really talk about 2023 without acknowledging that, can you? No. 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 It's no. Well, I don't know. I feel like sometime in, I mean, I, I guess it was maybe around COVID and Trump and a few other things. I feel like, you, you know, you mentioned Sliding Doors a moment a second ago, that there was some point at which we went through the alternate universe portal in just to a living parody and we've not been out of it since. Mm-hmm. Out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Personality politics and all yes, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't um, The Rock say he was going to go for 
present, present. or am I? Did God, I have I a dream? I feel like he should have another tilt at it. I feel like he would yeah. do better this time yeah. around. Yeah. The past yeah. 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 is doing again, but I think maybe The Rock was for something more like Arnold Schwarzenegger of doing the um. Like a oh, governor, sort of. Yeah. Because he's yeah. quite, he quite involved yeah. in that. I think he does. It'd be good to get some work experience first, sure. Yeah, so a governorship. Yeah, before, and yeah. Then, yeah. Then normally it's the, the, yes. the stepping stone. Are you suggesting yeah. that wrestling and acting's not really... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not quite well. What's the documentary? Well, it's, 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 it's a documentary yeah. there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being a reality TV star seems to qualify you for the job. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. But I yeah. can ask how it is for you guys because speaking of all this like you know yeah. a lot of what we encounter at the moment and it you know talk about research on the record again this is mm. one one of our um interviewees uh Mouish Nassim who she's taken on just this the tiny task of um trying to uh basically stop the spread or identify and stop the spread of fake news and misinformation mm. on social media mm-hmm. so yeah, tiny task. Good Very luck small. With, good luck with that, man. But like, yeah. you know, as part of all this stuff, all the stuff that's been going on around the globe, that's that's a huge one for me. And I often feel sorry for anyone in science or higher degree research or anything in academia, because like, at, on one hand, we're reaching sort of you know a pinnacle of human knowledge, and on the other hand, we seem to be in the most science skeptic mm. age that I can remember in ages. You know, and people are still arguing over whether or not. The Earth is flat. Mm. Like you thought, we would yeah. put that one to bed a while ago. Yeah. But that's good. Good to see that's back up for debate. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you guys get <laughs> yeah mm. pretty demoralised when you work in a, <laughs> it's a really environment that's bringing that's information a, to people, yeah. and they say, "I don't believe you." Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. yeah. So. It depends on the branch of science that you work of in. Of course, yeah, or research. Um, mm. But it's all under attack, even sort of stuff of, you know, we're, we're talking about well-being and health. That's, yeah. that's almost under attack uh, yeah, because it's wokeism of some sort. Yeah. You know, it's so, all... Yeah, so I think everybody has an opinion on the social aspects of research. Yeah. Like in terms of... Start, I work with prisoners and, and that sort of thing, and everyone's got an opinion on how the justice system should work or not work and yeah. lock them up and throw away the key yeah. and leave them to rot and all that sort of stuff. So that, that sort of stuff's you know, pretty challenging. But I think people working possibly like in cancer research or cardiovascular research, mm-hmm. it's at a level that the average person doesn't really understand. Yeah. So there's more trust. Yeah, there's but a lot that's more sometimes, trust. That's sort of times when they love to refute it the most as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like if you get told not to eat so much well, bacon, they'll say, no, I can well, eat just more bacon. Exactly, one, yeah. You can find one study which will say opposite and then... Well, and or just even one completely uninformed person who will say opposite a lot of the time. Look at, you know, COVID again. Look at sort mm. of... I go down research. the vaccines. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I saw one meme the other day. It was like, uh, was it Dear Epidemiologists, We Sympathise Signed Environmental Scientists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. fascinating though because people actually now know what an epidemiologist is. Yeah. Yes. That to me is fascinating because five years ago, if I said that word, yeah. uh, no one would know what it meant. Yes, um, yeah. But now, 
Like, so there's been... They know they who to send the hate mail to. Exactly, they kind of look into yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's <just> like... Epidemiology <laughs> email at <laughs> yeah. Educated despite themselves. That's, that's right. good. That's, I think yeah. the, the head of the World Health Organization gets a lot of flack. Oh, yeah. Because they're yeah. constantly updating their advice yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think through this, like, misinformation and, and something that I, I'm always pretty interested in is um, the idea of science communication. And I was reading an article on The Conversation the other day about the role of science communication and um, their interaction with miscommunication and disinformation. Um, yeah. It's I feel like that is now becoming its own discipline within science and people mm. are studying more about that and realising that just throwing facts at people are probably going to actually make people believe their own thoughts more. Yeah. So the yeah, more right, facts right. you just, like, spit at them, yeah. they're going to be like, no, thanks, don't like that, yes. see you later. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really interesting how that role is now coming to more of a forefront in science. Yeah, so mm. having come into science as a sort of late bloomer because I came through law and whatnot first, I used to read the discussion of a paper to get the highlights about mm. what it all yeah. meant. Yes. But yeah. now I probably spend more time reading the methods to yeah, see, right. To yeah. see how how high quality the study was, yeah, and whether or not I can then trust the results and the discussion, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I think that's kind of where science communication needs to go. It needs to plainly explain to people how we came to this conclusion, mm. yes, because that's how I think you get people to trust what you're saying a bit more. If you can explain it in terms that they understand, yeah. rather than these like complex stats and whatever, it's like we compared this with this, and this was better. So and in you know. their context as well. So when yeah. it comes Very to important. things like religion, you can put vaccines in the context of religion, yeah. religion, or put um, evolution in the context of what people currently believe yeah. within it to just expand their worldview rather oh, totally. than dispute it. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting area. It's, it's one of the things... I've got a friend who's very intelligent, he's got an accounting background, understands data and stats and whatever, and he's always thought meta-analysis was, a, you know, unreliable and, <laughs> because mm. he didn't understand what mm-hmm. a meta-analysis I can't even say the word. <laughs> <laughs> what a meta-analysis is. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, or, yeah, he's still a sceptical about it. And I think that's a good example of research that people just go, it goes over their head and they go, mm. well, how can we believe what you're saying? And that's where you get the recommendations about eating less bacon and you know, yeah. drinking yes. more this yeah. and eating less that. It's from meta-analyses, which are inherently kind of flawed because it's taking a whole group of unrelated studies that are all done differently and putting them together and yeah. then trying to analyse them as a as a group. And it's, yeah, I think, yeah, that's where science communication probably has a role to play to mm, try and address not. some of that See, stuff. I just, I just pick whatever important. conclusions conform to my worldview and lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> yes. <laughs> best way, best way. And I've been doing fine. <laughs> you can always find something, you right? Book a doctor's appointment. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, funny. But yeah, but yeah, mm. maybe we should go around the table and reflect on what's happened in our own 2023s mm. and see mm. because we've all had sort of changes happen and, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing um, different ends of certain processes as well <laughs> yeah, so Courtney why don't you yeah, start see you, you, see you looking yeah. at me for that one yeah. <laughs> um, well I think most people that have listened to the podcast now know that this year was the year that I finished my PhD submitted it um, and it's all finished and I've graduated um, so I went from the first half of the year basically working seven days a week um working my ass off uh (laughs) trying to get that stuff done with a lot of admin issues and 
uh, lots of frustrating things that happened. Um, and then halfway through the year, that completely changed and I've now joined a nine to five job where I don't have to work in the evenings or the weekends, um, but it's still very rewarding and I still get to do research. So mm-hmm. this second half of the year has been much more relaxing but I'm still not over it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a good few months <laughs> and I'm still I'm still recovering, mm-hmm. uh, which is really, really interesting to kind of, yeah. I guess, feel. Well, it's a long um, and intense habit to break. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it huge. Is. Yeah. And so I spend most of my weekends just not, not thinking, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get anxiety about that? Yeah, yeah wait, a little bit. Guilt, yeah. Waiting for yeah. the shoe to drop? Like. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm waiting for the point where I suddenly just become bored. Right. And so it's okay. the, I'm, I'm worried about the boredom that might come. Yeah. Um, so, you know, filling time with yeah. crafts and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and you're also carrying the weight of the doctor title now as That's well. That's right. Yeah, so, people take it mm, more seriously now. Yeah. <laughs> So they look to you That's to right. answer questions. So, yeah, yeah. Nah. And I, I, it's totally overrated. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I came out of my PhD uh, realising that I do not know anywhere near enough stuff. Um, yeah. I, like, I feel like I, I left the program knowing less than what I started with. And, I, you know, that can be to do with confidence. It could be to do with learning more about the area and realising just how much information is available out there. Yeah. Um, so worldview expanded, <laughs> my knowledge <laughs> decreased. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, busy year, but good to be almost a Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It does mean now when someone's choking in the restaurant and someone yells, yeah. is there a doctor here? You can step up. That's and, right. Oh, yes. no. I, I, yeah. I've heard that joke a number yeah, of times also because <laughs> my, my PhD is in cardiovascular disease as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. So, so you, you actually can step uh, up yeah. and say, well, yeah. maybe, maybe you should have looked after yourself in the years leading up that's to this right, event. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all about that preventative care. Give <laughs> um, <laughs> them a lecture while they're slowly yeah, yeah. dying. Um, the, the main joke I have is it with the um on the airplane airplane yeah, 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 yeah. the airplane yeah. any anyone needs a doctor and then uh, most of my friends will be like oh yeah you'll be called and you'll just sit there and go nah you're screwed yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. see you later let's continue <laughs> on to our holiday <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so I, that's pretty much my year yeah, i cool. think i don't think there's much else no going I'm sure, on i'm sure there's loads that's enough stuff. yeah that's that's enough. That's enough. That's the other end of that process i am i first year of my phd almost done so it's been a big learning year for me again i i feel like i i thought oh i know i don't know too much going into my phd and then as i'm through i'm like oh i really don't know much at all (laughs) but you know got through the milestones of you know proposal i've learnt um statistics for the first time i'm a political science background so moving into a more health space has been learning, mm-hmm. <laughs> learning a lot about stats and uh, going through processes of like ethics and trying to design studies, which I've never done before. Has been it's been it's been really good. I'm still in yeah. the uh, oh, get the honeymoon phase of the PhD that I still really like my topic. I'm still very interested in it. Um, 
it's definitely one where you get asked a lot more about it and the amount mm-hmm. of jokes my research is in medicinal cannabis so I <laughs> it, it definitely brings up conversations yeah, sure, yeah. about five just occurred to me then yeah, yeah. 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 there's always there's definitely always questions that pop up with it but it's it's been a really yeah big learning year why don't you tell us what you've been asked or commented yeah we'll comment see it well do you participate in your own research <laughs> that is a very yeah. common question mm. you often have two maybe like three different options mm-hmm. when i when they ask what i do for phd or medicinal cannabis impacts on quality of life you either have people more go like that nice yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 quick nudge nudge um, sort of comments you either have people then share their own experiences or whether it's family members friends mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. That they've heard of and nine times out of ten if not I don't think I've actually heard anyone say a negative experience but more so people going my mum was using it for you know in cancer treatment mm. it was hugely mm-hmm. beneficial and I've had a few ones where uh, it's a it's probably a very negative reaction in terms of like, oh, so you're bit standoffish. You want to spread like illicit drugs, like it's yeah. you know it's There's really as much it's as a, I can, as often as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah a very moral <laughs> thing, which has been. Mm. Um, I, I did get told. I think I was at a wedding and they asked me whether that means I'm supporting bikey gangs, and I was a bit oh, confused. Definitely. I was like, yeah. but it's you know, it's legal. Any, yeah, yeah. But that, with like, an opioid epidemic, does anyone else get to farmers? <laughs> But there's a lot of people going, oh, what have you found so far? And having to explain that, no, I'm I'm in my first year, so I haven't actually done any of my studies yet. And a lot of people just, yeah, yeah. really interested. And as the discussion has moved through, like, the media, there's been a lot more talk of it. Mm-hmm. Which So I feel like I'm in a very exciting time for that because there's mm-hmm. changes, for instance, to, like, um, drug for driving laws in terms yeah. of if you have THC in your system and it could be completely medicinal, you can still get charged for it if you're... Yeah. Currently, you can like workplace you, drug things. Yeah. Do you feel here compared to the rest of the world, we're pretty behind? Because it often feels that way in terms of the way politicians speak about it and policy-wise sometimes. And, yeah. And attitudes yeah. that I'm actually kind of surprised even still exist. In comparable <laughs> countries, <laughs> yeah. we we definitely are a, a lot. Like, yeah. We are quite behind in. Yeah, I mean, I know we're cannabis. catching up. It's sort of an exciting. We time are. For we it, are definitely but, catching up, but it. We are definitely behind in terms of. On just like even we have the research that's been conducted in Australia. This I've yeah. conducted some. There's a lot of that, but also because we are changing things, and it's been an interesting one. Of now, it's become more available. Whereas before, in a way, it was quite good for me as a researcher. It was very structured of like, yeah. who could have medicinal cannabis, and we could really study it. You know, mm. what's its impact? Is it helping people? Is it not? Uh, it's now become a lot more loose. So in, um, you know, it's depending on what, you know, doctor you go to, you can get a telehealth appointment, call up and say, oh, no, I've had trouble sleeping or I've had a headache, taking paracetamol, it's not working. There you go, prescription, 10 minutes, and you get the actual plant and you can smoke and it's basically, yeah. yeah. I've got a friend who just got his first delivery of it last week from a pharmacy over in Queensland. And the process was... um, (laughs) that he filled out an expression of interest or whatever online with this doctor. Yep. That they, the surgery called him to tee to, to up an appointment, a telehealth appointment. He had the appointment. I think he mentioned that he had some sort of mild social anxiety and some trouble sleeping from time to time. 
got prescribed three different types of weed mm. and, and a CBD oil for nighttime. Just to be safe. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. And it turned up, I think, three days later. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, and he's got a prescription that can be refilled three times, I think, mm. by just contacting the pharmacy yeah. over. And so that. I'm not sure what the exact rules are, because um, I said to him, why couldn't you get that prescription filled here in WA? And it's he was more expensive. Well, yeah. He was told that it was there was some legislation Im- impediments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they do fill them in WA if they're prescribed by a WA prescriber. Yeah. Um, but I believe he's probably been prescribed it under the sort of Commonwealth scheme or I, something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably under the Commonwealth scheme. The TGA. And Queensland is very relaxed with its rules, which is yeah. why mm. most people will... If they, if that's an avenue they want to go down, they'll go through Queensland. Whereas WA, just less less providers. You have yeah. to do a, a course to get certified to be able to get <clears throat> things, and a lot of doctors just they don't have time, which yeah. is yeah. Know, part of part and parcel of it. That's why, just anecdotally, like you know, just observing, there seems to be a lot of, if not resistance to it at least reluctance to it and you listen to some of the language about it and sometimes yeah. you know this sort of thing oh we're just we're just not sure and not a r- lot of research is being conducted on this like really because i think like a ton of research has been conducted there's, on this and what are you not sure about mm. like so the, yeah, the, yeah. There's, a conf- there's a conflation compared to some other um mm. prescription drugs for example like you know yeah. people start talking about addiction and you go what like, you yeah. know, yeah. This is from a layperson, you sort of go, oh, really? Okay, that's that's an interesting take, yeah. given what's available out there and what isn't. And there's a massive conflation between um, recreational and medicinal use. Yes, of course. Because yeah. there's a lot of people who probably think that they're using it recreationally that are actually oh. using it because it makes them feel better and cures mm. some ailment for them, for at least for a period of time, whether it's an anxiety thing or a sleep thing or whatever. And I think... Um, trying to keep them in the two separate boxes isn't going to work because yeah. they've tried that in different countries it's and it's like are, are we going to just allow people to use it and then provide them the support they need if it goes wrong for them yeah you know I think that's well the I think question. also again but when you look at what's available out there I think if you you know and again this is from a layman's perspective but if you look at the social and health problems related with I don't know booze you know like I said I think and don't get me wrong, I love both. But, um, <laughs> well, no, I think the I think the worst social problems I've had is a few failed conversations. Yeah, um, maybe stop mid sentence. Right, yeah. or someone, someone's yeah. kind of falling asleep yes, or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, maybe yeah. going forty in a sixty zone. But uh, there's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> apparently um, low speed chases are a real yes, issue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing. It's like we've got truckloads of evidence that alcohol causes all these crazy harms, you know, when used to excess, etc. But people still bang on about other drugs as if the alcohol's okay, mm. it's yes. fine. Yeah. But it's these other drugs that are the problem. It's like well, alcohol. I'm, guess, I'm guessing in terms of health cost, when you look at it, I mean, that would mm. still be oh, at the top of the pyramid. Right? Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, it clogs up our EDs and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I was recently trying to read a study. I went down a rabbit hole, which I often do when it's it's first year of research and it was comparing what's more dangerous if you were to drink alcohol and drive or if you smoked and they in one study they were comparing if you had a 0.08 alcohol limit and if you'd smoked I think it was just a joint obviously they didn't Mm. measure it but it was the general rule of well, if you've smoked, you're more likely to know that you are impaired, so you're more likely to yeah, go you're slower. Be completely and paranoid about it. Completely oh, no. paranoid. Zero point zero eight. You go. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm yeah. great. I can. Cool. I'm. Yeah. I can make all these decisions. And in that was the terms of like. But also, there's not a lot of research actually comparing. Okay, let's put them head to head. Alcohol, yeah. cannabis. 
Let's see. Yeah. Let's see, that see. surprises me. I thought there would have been more in that space. And Very all the other attendant social problems, domestic violence, whatever else you want to throw at it. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. your old uh, Harry Potter uh, debate mm. over what house to be in is probably more likely to escalate into violence under booze than it is in anything else. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, yeah. everyone, when you're smoking weed, you know, that you want to eat stuff so mm. I feel like well, that's yeah. Hufflepuff isn't it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you're all just Hufflepuff well they give it they give it to to cancer patients to help them Tell with get an appetite mm. yeah mm. so it's a, it's a yeah. look and it's a subjective thing right like like yeah. alcohol is some people yeah, yeah, hate some, alcohol and can't mm. deal with it and I will say some alcohol people, is exactly, a yeah. treatment in, in mm. the ED, uh, there's certain, uh, you know, if you accidentally eat certain things that you're not meant to, mm-hmm. alcohol is actually a treatment for that as well. Okay. So alcohol scenario. itself can there be used for, yeah. for medicine, there you for medical go. purposes. I've seen it used for medicine many times. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. remember yeah. which, what and it for, was they had to And consume. for eating things you're not supposed to, I'm pretty sure there's a few kebabs I wouldn't have gotten through <laughs> yeah, so far. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's a real <laughs> flavour enhancer. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so did you have any final reflections on your year there, Leah? That was a really good roundup. Yeah, no, it was in research has been good. I think we were talking for the podcast of um, injuries, my my great array of of injuries, not Um, alcohol or cannabis, not alcohol or cannabis related, often from uh, sport. I'm on. Uh, well, I've lost count of my concussions, which is (laughs) not ideal, but uh, a few other injuries. uh, Spider bite. Well, they believe mm. it was an infected spider bite, so it's good. What kind of sport are we talking? Uh, so I do bouldering and uh, ultimate frisbee. And you would think an ultimate frisbee, which is a non-contact. No, sport. no. I got a friend who's into ultimate right, frisbee over exertion. Definitely. Achilles. There are a lot of injuries. I don't think I quite realised that this year. So <laughs> okay. um, if I can get to the end of the year without any more injuries. That would be iron too, but we'll, we'll yeah. see. We've still got a few weeks left. Still got, still got a few more games left of the season, so fingers, yeah. fingers crossed. Oh, hopefully you're healed or healing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. will <laughs> <Yeah>, be fine. <laughs> So, Doug, I think that leaves you next. Yes, yeah, which we touched on a bit, uh, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, big year for me, I guess, because it's been my career change year. Yeah. I said after almost 25 years in, in newsrooms. What, um, what made you change? It was just time. I got three yep. kids. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. you know, get your Saturdays back, get your, you know, your dinner times back, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be fairly high pressure, stressful environments, mm-hmm. newsrooms as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I thought it was um, time to try something different. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm 47, so if not now, when? So, okay. um, jumped into it. And, like, so far, so good. Um, like as you said, like it can be a long time shifting gears out mm. of like what is a, a habit. So mm-hmm. that's been interesting. But UWA has been a great place to work. I've got to say, especially in the sort of comm space, which I'm I'm new to, because there's just lots of um, there's you know not a lot a lot of a lot of the time the comms um, job is a bit of spin, I guess, and I feel quite lucky because mostly. Mm-hmm. You know what, I, especially with the podcast, it's just like we'll find interesting research projects and talk about them, which is um, yeah. quite a nice thing to do. And that's cool. Um, hopefully, that gets extended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I find yeah. out, find out. Hopefully, the podcast extend. In fact, you know, 
perception is king, right? If you say it, it just becomes true. So let's just say the good news podcast has been green lighted yeah. for another yeah, year. Can't wait to uh, yeah. discuss yeah. that. Probably That's will right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Christmas present. I don't want to yeah. co-opt your listeners, but like, if yeah. you get a chance, maybe <laughs> oh, I think research on the record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listeners would probably find it quite interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, did you have any f- sort of in the short time you've been doing the PR side of things, any sort of weird requests or any sort of things go wrong or whatever? You do. You do get a few. Not to go wrong, I do have a newfound sympathy for. Um, because when I worked in a newsroom and obviously a journal was trying to get a hold of a researcher or an academic and the university couldn't produce them instantly I'd like mm-hmm. bullshit how hard to get a hold of these people <laughs> yeah. like, you know ah, and yes. now I've worked out it's actually quite difficult yeah. And, yeah. and you know and why can't they comment on this stuff that, uh, <laughs> no. why can't they just draw a definitive yeah. conclusion is it right or is it wrong yeah. you know? you've got, I gave you a two hour deadline come on yeah, it's plenty of time just break it down yeah. you know right or wrong yeah. <laughs> you know medicinal <laughs> cannabis like you know <laughs> Israel Palestine, just pick one. How hard it can yeah. be, yeah. And then I realized that no, no, that's yeah. So, so that has been. There's a reason. Yes, yeah. there is a reason. It's a very good reason. Yeah. So, like that has, um, yeah. I have a newfound sympathy that I try to yeah, okay, pass on to all the journals I used to yell at as a producer for not being able to produce <laughs> a researcher. So I didn't do much yelling. I got a. <laughs> um, you actually did um, tap me on the shoulder for. Uh, Channel Nine. I did, spot. and you actually, you actually went on there, which was good. In fact, yeah. was that a that was a discussion around um, drug laws? Yes, in the yeah. SCT. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because so, I've got the combined law and sort of drug research background, it was a quite a good intersection of um, yeah. knowledge. And I felt that was a good one because they weren't really pursuing any particular agenda. I don't think. Like no. sometimes they do put you on a spot, obviously depending who the outlet is, is they want you to go for. They wanted to sensationalise it a little bit. Like they Mm. wanted to sort of make out that. So basically, what's happened in the ACT is they've decriminalised possession of small amounts of pretty much every drug. Yeah. So people don't go to prison for it. They don't get arrested. They get cautioned and either diverted to a training program or let go without a fine, Mm. sort of thing. And so. Yeah, there was all this hyperbole coming out of, I think, New South Wales about yes. this is going to be a slippery slope and basically the ACT is like promoting drug use and they're going to And they're going to go available. down from Sydney all the way yeah. to Canberra. Yeah, and, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all sorts of things that people aren't going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, they had some crazy... Like a, a drug wonderland or something. Oh yes, or, the drug the drug oh, wonderland yeah. was. The, in fact, yeah. that was who said that? Because this is the it thing. Chris Minns. And it's the thing yes. I always try to yeah. say because I understand why often researchers don't want to touch topics with a barge pole, and it is because. And as I try to tell people, it's like the news actually rarely say anything themselves. They're always, of course, quoting. Yeah, you know, someone it's always attributed Facebook. someone. It was someone on Facebook they quoted and said, yeah. what, and, do you agree uh, with this and person? And particularly like, with print media, it's so easy to do now because you yeah. literally grab the quotes off Facebook, you put them there and they're done, and then you go, discuss. Yeah. And, of course, just <laughs> let everyone start yeah. shouting. And that is that is one thing. In fact, if there are any researchers listening to this, I don't understand why they still don't want to touch it, but I often have to point out, it's just like, no, look, you don't actually have to draw a conclusion on it you can just say well I'm not going to comment on that specific case but I can educate you about some of the broader <laughs> principles around this sort of thing and that's and that half yeah. the time is what they really want and will use hopefully yeah and not yeah. edit it in such a way that you're suddenly well, mine went out know. live yes so, yeah 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 so yeah so I think so, I had like four or five minutes which went like that and um yeah, so we, we got to the Facebook comments towards the end of it and there was that's where the gold is like crazy Facebook oh, yeah. comments mm-hmm. about and one of the, the grabs made it into the cheap seats 
Um, oh wow! And it was yeah, it was, which I didn't even know it was a show until someone said, "Oh, I saw you on the cheap seats." And I was like, what the hell is that? So I looked it up and watched it, and they were actually talking about the voice to parliament. Oh wow! Um, and Monica Cost was the the presenter that was interviewing me, mm. and she was quoting someone on Facebook, and they'd said. Um, they said cannabis, yes, meth, heroin, and cocaine, no. And they basically cut it to make it look like those drugs were voting yes and no for the voice. Uh, <laughs> wow. <Sorry. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I thought that show was pretty good. So my face was on there. <laughs> Your face with yes, THC, no, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so it was one of those um, grabs where we, her voice, her face and my face were side by side on the screen and she was doing the talking and I was just sitting there like... What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, Quietly nodding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was so funny. Yeah. I didn't anyway, know that. Yeah. Anyway, that's... Uh, yeah. There you go. That's that's your work being put into that's yeah. into yeah. practice there. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. So a good start to that new role, and you're you're hoping that it kind of carries on. Hope so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So far, so good. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Again, if my managers are listening to this, <laughs> I enjoy it very much. Green, green light. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you email this podcast around. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah any, anything right. else from 2023 that you wanted to touch on? Or yeah. I think that's it for me. That was a big one for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Craig, your turn. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this this year has been one of some sort of upheaval. Um, because similar to Courtney, I was a few months behind Courtney in finishing my PhD, um, which is still under examination, <laughs> even though it was submitted in August um, for various reasons. So you're going um, through the same pathway that I went yeah, through. Yeah, a missing examiner who's now re-emerged and oh, whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, hoping to get the second of the two examiner's reports back um, in this, this week or next week and then go through to the Viva, which is the oral defence sort of part of it in January or February next year. So probably a mid-year graduation. Mm. Well, I mean, stage. if you can survive cheap seats, then you'll be able to survive your fever. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whilst that was going on, we decided to start looking for a house. Um, well, that must have been fun this yeah, year. Yeah, because our rent just kept going up, sort of. Yeah. Mm. It sort of went up 150 bucks in two years or something per week, two or three years. So, yeah, so we did pull the trigger on a house and we moved house right around the time I was trying to write my PhD. So that was <laughs> after living in the same uh, yes. place for seven years. So yeah. wow. that was actually, that was an amazing experience, <laughs> as you can imagine. A recommendation? Oh, we know yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can know when I'm yeah. right at that point. Yeah. So that yeah. Time yeah. to buy a house. Time to buy a house. before mm. PhD. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I'll put that on so, my list. Whilst that's been... So once we moved in, it's, it's a work in progress, the house. Like, there's you know, a few things you want to change. It was perfectly livable, but wanted to change a few things and one of the things we wanted to change was we wanted to change the backyard by putting a pool in it and so that's been a small job then yeah Yeah. Yeah. so the paperwork behind that has been formidable um, dealing (laughs) with the city of Swan Um, so I know my pool regulations inside out now excellent which is fun and that's the result of six or seven attempts at submitting the paperwork and getting told you're missing this and you're missing that and uh, so once it did get approved, then the pool company was delayed in sending us the pool because of, you know, 
whatever reason. Everything. Yeah. So then that meant that the people that are installing the pool, their schedules, because it's summer, have now sort of, you know, filled up. And so anyway, it's been this huge juggling act and um, yeah, pretty stressful. What's what's more important, PhD pool? Exactly, I was going to say yeah. those, yeah. Mm. Are they mutually exclusive? No, no. You can sit in the pool and work on your PhD. Yeah. It's a nice uh, yeah. environment. Uh. So yeah, probably the pool will be the bigger achievement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it only took like four or five months as opposed to four or five years or yeah. six years or whatever yeah. it's been for the PhD. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, mm. so that's the pool's actually in and has water. Has no That's steps exciting. yet. Oh, mm. Yeah. So we've got, got to get the steps down. Um, it's now the paving around the pool that's taking a bit of time. So. But can you still swim in the pool now? We can swim oh, in the pool. Oh, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. So the paving is happening as we speak. Um, and hopefully it'll, you know. In time for Christmas. Hopefully in time for yeah. Christmas. I'm probably going to be doing a bit of it myself over the coming week or two to make to achieve that goal because we've got my in-laws coming over on Saturday from Scotland <coughs> it's so, all happening man yeah. 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 so we're trying to get this in and ready for when they arrive but some aspects of it are going to be a, um, to be completed <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway it's been a pretty hectic year yeah I think it has been for everyone things yeah. happening yeah I'm sure it's the same yeah. for everybody yeah. yeah but it's yeah just one of those things yep um, so yeah it's, yeah, hopefully by this time next year, I'll be talking about it in the past tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 around the yeah. pool. <laughs> around the pool. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll do the next Christmas episode <laughs> next to the pool. I think so, yeah, mm. yeah. sounds good. Yeah, maybe on a little raft or something. Yeah. Course, yeah. <laughs> as long as we have like margaritas or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so I guess that probably brings us to maybe a brief kind of um, look ahead to 2024 and what we think might happen and want to happen and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. maybe we'll go back in reverse order Doug. sure sure yeah. um that's a good good question well another stunning series of research on the record i imagine will be the 2024 edition yep. be in the offing um just something just not a lot i'm looking forward to not a, lot, a year of not a lot like mm-hmm. i said like 2023 i was even thinking as you were talking like the amount of friends i know who is just been a massive life of actual year of massive life changes for a lot of people i know like mm-hmm. so just yeah i would like a lot of nothing yep and yeah. you know on and, and every scale you know in my life globally yeah nice i have a lot of nothing yeah. like you know a boring year let's boring get a boring year, year. yeah, yeah. yeah. although trump will be back in yeah. i'm gonna call so that that's, that's a prediction. prediction that's a prediction trump Interesting. trump's back <sighs> yeah what's your what's your, your thoughts there on how how that's gonna happen I just, I just think that's the way it's going at the moment. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just forecast-wise, and just yeah, yeah. So we could have a president that's in prison on yep. state charges. Yeah. Yes. State, state convictions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that's yeah, Australia was. Who knows? Oh, might be a good time. I might. Might be a good time for China to invite invade Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I want to put any ideas down in their heads, but why not? Now seems like a good time. So, Everyone's invading yeah, everyone yeah, else, yeah, so it's yeah. all right. Um, it's very in vogue. So um, yeah, but I hope not. I hope a lot of I hope mm. everyone just has. Um, it's been exhausting. Mm. Twenty twenty three. So yes. like yeah, twenty twenty four would be. It sounds like it's a good time for a nap. Yeah, yeah. All around. Do I you do. find yourself avoiding the news to try? Mm. And get I some actually space. do for the first for the first time ever because it has just become so horrific and mm. so demoralising. And 
I, you know, I even feel guilty even half joking about it now because yeah. obviously it's atrocious. You know, it's yeah. for what's going All on. Things, so, yeah. so yeah, just less of that in 2024 would be good, don't you think? Just a bit just, less. Just of positive things. things. Yeah. Nice positive things yeah. would be would yeah. be lovely. Positive yeah. things yeah. would be a great bonus. I'd yeah. settle for just less of everything yeah. Neutral. else. Neutral. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It seems like any progress the world made is just being undone at a rapid. Yes. Yeah. You know? Having said that, another possible one is, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm in two minds about this. I might actually look forward to AI taking over mm-hmm. for a little while. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I know that's something probably not to look forward to. I know that could also be a whole new brand of horrible, but I'm actually also kind of. Yeah. Do any worse, really? You know, people say that like, "Oh my God, yeah. what if AI took over?" I was like, "Yeah, we Let's might not it. have another Spanish Inquisition." Because <laughs> like, we've done so well. Yeah. <laughs> um, you think AI could be benevolent? Give there? it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Give it yeah. a go at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. By AI, you mean Elon Musk, right? Yes, yeah. well, not that brand. <laughs> well, uh, did you hear recently though? His new one. What is it? Was it Grok? Is that the new one? But he's 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 his oh, particular yeah. brand of AI. Yeah. Is he oh, tells yes. everyone that it's the biggest threat in the world as he doubles down but it, yeah. he, have you heard how he's losing his mind at the moment because it turns out it's really woke yeah and yeah and and Grok's called it on several things like no trans women are women and this is the case and okay. no no now he's now he's pro- from, promised to give it a lobotomy to correct it and right. make it more Ooh. neutral <laughs> because, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, it could go either way. But either way, I'm I'm happy to be its meat puppet for a while. I don't mind. Mm. You know, yeah. we'll see. Well, I yeah. mean, once we get over the lobotomy, because that was that's you know early 1900s, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly. We'll yeah, get yeah, through the the medical phase, and then suddenly AI will be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, AI is a creation of somebody at some stage yeah. or a group of people, right? Yeah. So I guess you can program it any way you want to. Well, that's what he was. Yeah, yeah that's what Musk was going to do to get it a bit more. Yeah. Okay. You know, I wonder if he has the actual skills himself, or if he's relying on a team of. Well, I think you just feed it a bunch of data, don't you, and just sort yeah. of say, you know, yeah. here's what some um, Intel alt right people think and then yeah. just balance it out a bit I think it's the yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds talk fun. about misinformation yeah. <laughs> what, could, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> yes um, let's introduce more bias into the yeah. world <laughs> yeah. so I'm not sure AI is the solution but yeah. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot yeah. Yeah. Well, I look at the current political spectrum across the board and go yeah why not might as well try yeah, <laughs> yeah might as well try yeah I wonder if we're going to have like AI recipes and stuff like that for cooking and oh it definitely is well you can do yeah. meal plans on ChatGPT, like this is the ingredients I have in like at home. Can Give you me and like, this, these are the kind of the restrictions that I want, okay. or sort of things. And you know what? They've come up with some pretty good ideas. Yeah, okay. yeah I mm. used AI to create an exercise plan for me. Yeah, okay. right. yeah, yeah, easy. Oh, that's good. And if I didn't like it, I was just like, make it less, please. Yeah, cool. That sounds good. Yeah, Leah, what about you? 2024? 2024? Well, I will hopefully be... I'm definitely going to have one of my... I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it definitely. <laughs> I'm going to finish my systematic review. Nice. I'm going to get a paper submitted, hopefully accepted and published, but that is, that is happening, and I'm going to say it with confidence because it will happen. Yeah. And... Yeah, I've got another two studies then next year, which will be really exciting. I'm really excited to get to this part of like my PhD and really get to like as much as doing a systematic review is very important. I'm learning a lot. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. yeah start looking at the data and actually be able to answer people when they say, 
what have you been finding? So that will be yeah. That that's for my for my big my big things, and hopefully, fingers crossed, I will be going to New York to visit my best friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So she's doing her PhD at NYU. Yep. She is very clever cookie, and we met on Exchange in 2015. So quite quite a while ago now, but we've okay. still remained in contact, and you know, so, get a chance to be shown around New York yep. by a local. Mm. And is this best friend no. American or? No, she's no. um Indian actually, Indian, and then okay. we met yeah. in Amsterdam. That's when I did my first exchange, and yeah. we just realised we just found versions of each other just in different parts of the world. <laughs> and then she was living in Singapore, and to the point where every time my parents travelled, if they went through Singapore, well, they'd have to meet up with their second daughter, yeah. and yeah. go out for drinks, and nice. yes, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Doing well in my research, and. I did promise my friends I would say to be little less injured. <laughs> my friends are very sick of me being injured, so I'm gonna put it out to the universe to be not. I'm probably I'm gonna still be injured, but less injured. I'm yes. gonna, yeah, good go. That's the goal. That's that is that, they're, yeah, that they're, they're the big ones at the moment. Yeah. I think for sounds me, sounds like a plan. Yeah, it's a plan. <laughs> oh boy, um, I think that 2024. I will be focusing on just embracing myself, mm-hmm. um, making sure that I, you know, sleep well, mm-hmm. uh, really focus on the things that I want to do. Um, so, you know, I love my job at the moment. I'll probably continue that. Um, and, you know, there's lots of research that's involved in it and it's really, really exciting. And I'm learning a lot from, from what I'm doing at the moment. So continuing that, um, We'll be doing a number of conferences. So I've got one in March coming up where I'm presenting on um, novel opioids that have been found in Australia. So I'll hopefully learn a bit more about that over the next year, which will be really exciting, mm. as well as um, uh, novel benzodiazepines. And I'm trying to find some some clinical differences between the novels that we're finding and the pharmaceuticals that we have mm-hmm. currently um, being able to be prescribed. So really delving into the world of toxicology. Um, which will be really, really good. Uh, and then, yeah, personally, I'm going to learn how to sew. Ooh, uh, whoa. <laughs> one, yeah. I reckon that's one of the most useful skills you can have. I think so. Very useful. I, yeah. I paid $85 to have yeah. two pairs of trousers. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, no, 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 that's very practical skill. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. My, I, one of my pet peeves is the fact that when I go shopping, I can buy anything from an extra small to an extra large and they'll all fit me. Right. Um, I hate that. So, yeah. um, And it also like doesn't quite fit you the right way. Oh, like, it's pretty much like everything, little just a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. It's very frustrating. So I figured I might as well just learn how to make clothes myself. I'm um, definitely going to yeah. come around and That's get brilliant. you to measure me up. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know how I go. I put it out there now, so I'm going to have to do it. Um, but yes, I've got a sewing machine I've got some material I'm ready to go <laughs> yeah okay yeah all right what about you Craig yeah so a lot of uh, sitting in the pool yeah you've earned it yeah into the winter because yeah. it's been such a struggle we may as well use it even if it's freezing yeah. absolutely get some um, solar panels and then your pool just becomes like a bath yeah. so my parents pool like you can go in the middle of winter because the water is like 
28. Yeah. And what's their address? Yeah. Well, you can do the ice baths. You know, apparently it's very good for your health. You know, do a bit of Wim Hof method yeah. right there. Yeah. And, we know. are thinking about that, actually. Yeah. That's a health strategy. Health mm-hmm. strategy? Yeah. Yep. Immune system boost or whatever, you know, it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a bit of that, a bit of putting what I've learned during my PhD into practice and try, actually doing some actual work, um, which would be nice. Because I feel like that's yes, sort of slow down a bit. Yeah, yeah. So that, those are kind of the main things. But I'm looking forward to not having things outside of work to think about as much. Because it's just been your headspace is just like cluttered with yeah. all sorts of. Did I call that person? Did I, you know, answer that email, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And yeah, by the time you get to the end of a day, you just feel, you know, c- completely wasted. It is yeah. an absolute dream to be able to just log off your email at four thirty yeah. and be like, "No, nah, I'm not." I'm not it's not that important. Yeah. It's not that important. Yeah. Oh, it is yeah. exhausting. Yeah. yeah, as you can find out in the upcoming episode <laughs> of Research on the Record, <laughs> where we speak about mental load and ah, mental labour. Easy. Yeah. That was not planned. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it, I saw it. It was there. Sorry. Because <laughs> I know that concept of women's load is a thing, right? Where yes, yeah. women take on a lot of more well, domestic... Well, when you say mental load, you pretty much mean women's load. Yeah. 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 Um, is what yeah. we found in the episode. So, yeah. 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 yeah so yeah, that... Lots that, of opinions that, on that. Uh, those pearls of wisdom and many others, um, obviously on this podcast as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess the podcast we're going to run into our hundredth episode soon as we well. Are. So that's something cool to look out for. Yeah, for planning people. something big. Yep. Planning something monumental. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of brings us to the end of our Christmas so. 2023 special. Yeah, thanks very much for traipsing all the way over from the main campus. <laughs> no, no, thank you for... It was great to be a part of it. Thank you for yeah. inviting me. Yeah, thanks, you guys, for your efforts this year. Oh, yeah, no yeah. worries. It's been <laughs> great. Thanks you too, Craig. Well, <laughs> thank you, Craig. Yeah, welcome, Leah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. New new podcaster yeah. with us in 2023. No, that's right. Yeah, you forgot to mention I that. I did. Yeah. 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 I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it is new. This is it's, it's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Big year. Big year. Courtney, if people want to find out a bit more about us and email us and get in touch with us how do they do that yes i feel like i have managed to get far better at this this section now so you can uh email us talk to us or chat to us uh by email at meaningofhealthatoutlook.com you can talk to us on twitter slash x slash whatever you want to call it at uh, health means what um and we have an instagram and facebook as well so please uh, chat to us on there comment uh, give us your opinions, whatever feedback you want to send. If you've got new guests that you want to see on for 2024, let us know. Um, we'll be more than happy to talk to pretty much anyone and everyone. Um, so, yes, please chat to us. Excellent. Thanks very yeah. much. Well, everybody have a safe and uh, prosperous Christmas, New Year, and all the best for 2024. The Meaning of Health podcast is produced with the support of the Education Enhancement Unit and the School of Population and Global Health at the University of Western Australia. The podcast is produced by Craig Cumming and Courtney Webber with editing, mixing and additional music by Craig Cumming.